Welcome to the Ballsy Broadcast. I'm your host, Renee Sager. I help career-driven women, go-getters, and you self-proclaimed type A control freaks that I love, who've outgrown who they used to be, get clear on who they are and what they want now in their life and business. Each week, I will bring you the insights and individuals that will challenge your old ideas of who you think you should be, a dose of reality to get you out of overwhelm and into action, and ultimately move you into a bolder and ballsier version of yourself. If you are someone that appreciates raw and real conversation that actually moves the needle in your life and business, you found the right spot. Hi, hello, welcome back. Glad you're here. It is another beautiful day in Indianapolis, which is crazy. It's like, I don't know, it's so sunny and warm here lately. It's been phenomenal. I am loving it. And the fall colors, just chef's kiss. Love it. Okay. Today, we are talking about two types of fear. And this came up because I was on a consult call, which I'm just going to, because I often forget to do this at the end of the episode, I have two more spots for one-on-one coaching. So if you've been interested in it, now is the time to jump. My rates will go up in the new year. So if you've been on the fence or if you're, you're wondering like, what exactly does working with you entail? And are you someone that can help me? And what exactly would you suggest I do? And how would this work? Get on a consult call with me. It's it's a free 30-minute call. We get on there. You kind of tell me what's going on. I give you my feedback and suggestions. I let you know if I think I'm the person for you or if not. And we can decide how we want to move forward from there. But the first step is booking your consult and let's talk about what it is that you're looking for. And to do that, you fill out the form in the show notes and then I will follow up with a link that I'll shoot over to you and we can hop on that call. So I was on a, on that call with someone that decide, ultimately decided to work with me, but she followed up a little later after our call with like the question, I'm scared. Like, I'm I I'm nervous. I'm fearful because I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'll be able to change. I I don't want to end the end of this work with you and be in the same spot. Like what if I can't change? What if I spend this money and nothing happens? Is this normal? Is this normal? Oh my gosh, the number of times I have been asked this question. It's it's endless. It is every single person. Is this normal? And I actually, in my phone, have a note that of all of the things that I think are actually super normal that people have asked me. It's like there are like 28 things in there that I'm going to eventually make a post on that's like, yes, every single one of these things are normal because there's... Just this idea in our brain of how other people must be doing it. And oftentimes in our brain, we just see the before and the after. It's like a short circuit, like just like a little zap happens where everything in the in the in-between is just gone. It's just They were there, now they're here, and that's it. Just a straight line. And I don't, you're not like really 
cognizant of this in the moment. It's it happens so fast. Your brain just fills in all of the blanks like instantly, like just in the blink of an eye. It's like doo doo. Just okay. They were there. Now they're here. <clears throat> Sorry if I cough. I apologize. My throat is already getting tickly. I should have brought something up to drink. I've had a little bit of a cold and um, I've been realizing that after like a few minutes of talking, my my throat gets tickly and I have to start coughing. So I apologize if I am clearing my throat a few times on this episode. But we don't get to see the behind the scenes until we're in it. So we have no information. We have no we have nothing to look at to be like, is is this normal? Because most people don't talk about every single decision or every single moment of doubt that they have. We just don't. And also not everyone talks about every single tiny step in their process to the happily ever after or the goal or whatever the final product is that they're going for. There's just the, I was here, now I'm here. But when you're in it, when it's you, You become present for every single moment of doubt, of hesitation, of can I do this? I must be the only person that thinks this. I must be the only person that does this. I must be the only person that feels this way. And the only reason is because you are with yourself in every single moment of it. You are not crazy you're not weird. It is in fact incredibly normal. But even more so for the consult call, for the the specific thing that she had asked me about and the fears of after we had the consult call, I, you know, did what I do with everyone, which was like, okay, this is where I see us focusing. This is what I see our work being. This is how I see it playing out. These are my suggestions and recommendations. Think about it. Let me know. And everyone Every single person has had doubt about whether or not they can do that. Every single person. And if you didn't have some doubt, if you didn't have some fear, if you didn't have some, "Mm, what if I can't do this? I don't know. I don't know how to. You would do it. You would already be doing something differently. You would already already be doing something differently. If you had none of that fear, none of that doubt, none of that hesitation, you would already be doing something differently. So it is so normal. And this is a type of fear that I consider life-changing fear. Nothing bad is actually going to happen to you You aren't in a life or death situation, but in the moment, the fear feels the same as if it is a life or death situation because it's unknown. And anytime you are butt up against something that is unknown, you freak out. You've never done it. You've never been there. You've never had to do something like this. That fear, owning it, seeing it, looking it straight in the eyes and embracing it is how you ultimately get change. So what I told to her, and I I also said like, thank you for bringing this to me. I 
The worst thing that happens is when people just ghost me where they're like, they just don't, they're just, they don't respond. I'm like, okay, bye. Like I love whether or not you work with me. I don't care. I'm not a weirdo on sales calls. Um, if you don't want to, that's, that's fine. But I appreciate the honesty that she brought of like, I'm scared. I'm not sure that I can do this. And, you know, one thing that I said was like, of, of course not, because what we're doing is, is like nothing you've ever done before. If this were a diet, if this were a plan, if this were a protocol, if this were the million other things that you had tried before coming to me, there would be less fear and anxiety because you've already done it. Even though it's not going to work because you've done it a billion times, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm a little nervous, but like, let's go. I'm, I'm used to this. I know what to do here because you're used to it. The end, that's it. So working with me will always create some fear, some doubt, some hesitation for the simple fact that it is brand new. And when you do something different like this, you can get a different result. The biggest problem that I see clients come up against, I don't know that I love the word clients. I feel like I want to change the language to students because clients feel so clinical and like, I don't know, I might change my language to students. But the biggest issue that I see people come up against is you're essentially doing the exact same thing with a different mask on. It's just, it's a pig with lipstick. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it's still a diet or it's still an MLM thing or it's, I mean, it's the same thing that you've been doing over and over and over with just like, yeah, just like a tiny little different, like a little different flair, a little different color. And that is probably not going to give you the result that you want. You, you may get like a little tiny aha in there, but at the end of the day, you're gonna be like, wow, cool. I'm exactly where I was 30 days ago, nine months ago, whatever. This is not that. When you face a life-changing fear, we have to start to look at it for what I'm, I'm labeling it. This is, this is a life-changing moment. I either sink back and shrink back and go back into my hole, go back into my cave, go back into my old ways that I'm used to, or I take this leap of faith. And that's really kind of what that first, like, okay, I'm in. It, it honestly is a little bit on your part, a leap of faith, because like I'm, I'm saying, you've never done it. The, the example that I was telling, I was talking to a girlfriend about this was I was like, it is, it's basically like there's a, there's a cliff and I'm telling you, when you take a step, there will be a step that appears. You will not fall. And you're like, F you, this is a cliff. I'm going to die. And I'm like, I promise, I promise it's going to happen. And you don't ever take that step. Like you'll just hang out on that cliff for like 45 years until like a herd of buffalo are coming. I'm totally making this up on the fly. I <laughs> hope you're staying with me. And then you're like, okay, well, if I don't die falling off this cliff, I'm going to die by these stampede of buffalo. So you finally take the step. Holy shit. It's there. The step is there this whole time. And then you take another step 
and it's there and another step and it's there and another step. But that first step is the hardest. There's so much fear and doubt and hesitation that you will hang out on that ledge for a very long time because you're like, this is just not going to work for me. This is, it's safer over here. It's easier over here. I know like nothing's going on on this edge of the cliff, but like at least I know what to expect. When you faced, when you're facing life changing fear, you, you, you got to make that call. You got to make that decision. What am I going to do here? Another example of this is difficult conversations. This is another type of fear that is a life-changing fear. Think of the things that you have done, tried, consumed, signed up for, not signed up for, the excuses you've had, the lies you've manufactured to get out of having an uncomfortable conversation. You've skirted around it. You've shoved it down. You've taken it all out on yourself because I cannot have this uncomfortable conversation. I, I'm going to die. I just can't imagine. What's gonna, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to die. Again, life-changing fear. That is a life-changing fear. You're not actually in harm's way. Nothing bad is going to happen. The worst that's going to happen is they're going to get mad or you're going to get mad or someone's feelings are going to get hurt, which is a bummer. Like That's not ideal. We don't love that, but that's part of life. That's going to happen. And you, you reach this point where you're like, okay, this is, this is the life-changing fear, damn it, that Renee's told me about. Ugh, I don't want to. <laughs> and you won't. You won't. But as cliche as it is, everything good comes outside your comfort zone. I believe it. I 100% believe it. Whatever your limit, whatever your limit is, we got to find it and we got to go a little bit outside of it if you want a different result. Now, the way that I see a lot of the ladies that I work with get this twisted a little bit is that they're already resilient AF, tenacious, go-getters, hardworking. Let's I'm going to take it all on. I'm going to do a million and one things. I'm going to push it no matter what. I'm not going to give up. And so your fear, your life-changing fear isn't necessarily pushing harder, doing more like what 98% of America needs to be doing. Yours is likely like, I'm going to chill out. I'm not going to take on the extra work. I'm going to lay down. I'm going like all of these things that so many people are like, oh, that sounds like a dream. You're like, oh my gosh, I want to rip my skin off. This is so hard. Your hard is a little bit different. And that's something that you have to remember because you are not like the majority of people. The majority of people need help with like basic things that you're beyond, you're past that. Your hard that you have to overcome and move through is, <coughs> is different. Okay. The other type of fear that I had, I said there were two types of fear. The other type of fear is life-saving, a life-saving fear. So this is the fear that's like, I don't think I want to walk down this dark alley at night. I just feel scared. 
about this. So I'm going to call my friend and have them come pick me up because that fear is really life-saving. There is actual potential death, harm, bad stuff down that path, right? So that sense of fear is serving you in the fact that it is genuinely keeping you safe. It is keeping you safe from harm. Another thing would be like um, like not getting in a car with someone that's been drinking where you're like, I feel really uncomfortable with this. That fear is, is helping you. It's serving you. It's helping you make the decision of this is not what I want to do. No, my answer is no. I'm scared. I don't want to get in this car with you. So they're going to feel kind of the same, which is the part that gets confusing because you just internally feel fear and you're like, no, that's it. Just no, absolutely not. That's the first thing that happens is just, I can't, I'm scared. The answer is no. And what you have to start asking yourself is, is this a life-saving fear or is this a life-changing fear? Is this a thing that I need to move through? I need and want to do because I'm actually kind of stoked. And this is another way to kind of help differentiate them because there isn't there isn't like a formula for how do I differentiate between the two, but like one question that you can kind of ask yourself to be able to differentiate is am I like actually kind of excited about this? Because if it's a whole body, hell no. It's probably, I mean, you should probably listen to that. Okay. Like I'm not, uh, you get your, you have the option of getting in the car with someone drunk. You're not like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so exciting. I'm like super excited, but like kind of scared, but like kind of excited. No, there's no excitement. You're not like, oh my gosh, am I going to die on the way home? I don't know. Let's see. No. You're like, hell no, I'm not getting in that car. It is a full body no. Okay, but with her on the consult call, there was like, I do want this. I do want what's on the other side. I do want what we're talking about. And I'm scared as hell. You know, when I uh, went skydiving, I felt the same thing. And this is kind of like actually both kinds of fears together because like I could potentially die, I suppose, jumping out of a plane. I mean, that seems like a good way to go. If, if it were going to happen, it could definitely happen there. Um, but I was I was very scared, but also so freaking stoked. And thankfully, I was strapped on to someone else because I don't know that I could have had the guts to jump out of the plane. I really, I don't know that I could have. So thankfully, he just threw us off and there we were. But I knew I wanted to experience that. I knew that I wanted to move through that fear and see what was on the other side, which was freaking awesome. If you have not jumped out of a plane, 10 out of 10, recommend it. So your fear... Your fear is designed to keep you safe. And some of the time, it is doing its job. A lot of the time, it is keeping you in relationships, careers, places that you live, everything. It's just keeping you stuck. 
because you're scared to do something different. But if you want something different, you have to learn to move through that fear to get to the other side, to get to the different outcome. So if you feel fear, start to really go inside and ask yourself, okay, is this, is this where the rubber meets the road? Is this the thing that I need to learn to work through? And it's not that easy to learn to work through it. It's totally 1000% doable. Um, but like, this is where I can come in and help you move through these fears. Not only that, but like help guide you and show you what to do because you can't know what you don't know. So again, if you are just tired of the way things are going in your life, you're ready for better. You're ready for different. Fill out that consult form and I will follow up with you. And that's it. I'll be back next week. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you liked what you heard today and you're wondering how we can work together and the different offerings I have, be sure to visit reneesager.com to learn more. And in the meantime, stay ballsy.